time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Back here with Glenn Mosseller once again. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us here on the Retirement Roadmap. This is the podcast for you if you're looking to learn a little bit more about your financial life, about what's happening in the financial world, and how you can better prepare for it. Glenn's the person that we turn to each time here on the podcast as a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Muris Chapel Road. Find us online and listen to past episodes of the show by going to greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, it's time to fish or cut bait and get started on today's show. What do you think? Sounds great, Walter. Let's do it. (laughs) If you find yourself stuck on a financial decision, this is the show for you. You know, for some people, the biggest problem with their financial planning, Glenn, isn't that they're making the wrong decisions. Sometimes it is. But a lot of the times, it's just that people often fail to make decisions at all. And sometimes we just need to learn that skill, how to fish or cut bait, you know what, or get off the pot. Decide and move forward with your planning, with your life. And so I want to discuss some of the things that can cause the decision-making process to stall in the first place, Glenn, and then you tell us also how people get unstuck or how you have to help people get unstuck from these situations. I think one obvious one floating out there is, especially in a world with so much information today and the fact that retirement planning is more complex than it was in the past, there's just so many decisions to make. And sometimes it's too many and people stall out. Right. You're exactly right, Walter. And, you know, we see that, you know, from time to time. And really, all those decisions you do have to make and you do have to address things. But, you know, the key is to take it in, you know, in little by little, prioritize. It's like, what are the most important decisions to make? What is the general direction we need to move? What are the big items that are kind of on the agenda? As we make more and more of those decisions, then the other decisions that kind of come along the way become, you know, smaller decisions and easier to make. And it's just like you just take it in bite-sized chunks rather than just getting overwhelmed with all the questions all at once. And that's, it's typically the, when folks are unable or are unwilling to make decisions, it's because they're overwhelmed with too many questions. And it's just like enough already, I can't take it. But if you if you slow it down, and you say, okay, well, we need to make this decision in order to make these other decisions. And so let's take it one at a time. And then as we really start to go down that path, it becomes easier and easier. And that's really a strategy that I, you know, we find is helpful for folks, helping them get unstuck, so to speak. And really in the same vein, since we're talking about this one, we we, kind of split it out into a separate point, but it goes right along with that too many decisions to make is that there's also way too much research to be done these days. Well, I mean, (laughs) there's not a lack of information, right? I mean, you don't have to go very far. I mean, you can turn your computer on, you can turn the TV on, the radio, you know, look in the paper, look into all the different publications, and there's all this information. And ultimately, you know, you have to decide, you know, well, what information that's out there, what parts of it really apply to you and how's the best way to put it together. And that's where it really comes into in, into play in terms of working with somebody that can help you, you know, walk through that and determine, you know, what is important and what does apply to you because there's so much stuff out there and it's very easy to head down, you know, a, a rabbit hole and that particular direction really wasn't all that important. You know, it's like, okay, let's focus on the majors of retirement. You know, what do we really need to be 
focused on? What is in your plan that, you know, is already kind of in place? What are the kind of the few missing pieces that we need to make sure that we take care of? And, and you know, and how are we going to make those decisions? And we focus in on those items and, you know, it becomes easier and easier to, you know, to make sure that, that you're staying focused and not chasing after, you know, too many things. It's the, it's the old uh, expression, you know, he who chases many rabbits never catches any, right? I like that. And yes, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Too many decisions to make, too much research, you end up chasing your tail a lot of the time. And so we've got to kind of weed through that noise a little bit. That can be challenging for many people. So it often causes folks to get stuck. We also see people getting stuck, Glenn, just due to, uh, I guess this is sort of a catch-all category here, but general confusion. There just seems to be this sort of, I don't know, aura of general confusion that revolves retirement plans sometimes. Sure. And a lot of it has to do with the things that we've, that we've been talking about. I think one of the biggest things is that when you're starting to think about income planning and, you know, how is your day-to-day life going to go? And, you know, when you're no longer having a paycheck coming in from your job or from your business that, you know, that, that you retired from, you know, it becomes a little bit tricky because you, know, you start looking at when you're taking money from Social Security and possibly a pension and, you know, maybe from an IRA or a Roth IRA or, or another type of an account. I mean, they're all kind of treated different in the tax code and taxes sometimes gets a little bit more complicated. And then you start start determining it's like, well, not all these accounts are exactly the same. And if I draw, start drawing from this account first versus that account first, you know, they're literally, I mean, depending upon what you do and how you do it, your money can last a lot longer or it can be you know, spent a lot faster. And there's an awful lot of confusion about that because most folks haven't really thought about money that way and they haven't thought about, you know, income that way. I mean, their income plan when they were working was they, they got up and went to work and, you know, they got a paycheck and then they paid their bills, right? It was, I mean, it was, you know, it was a little bit more complicated than that, but it's, that was really it. And now when you go into the retirement, you know, phase and it's like, okay, now income is going to be coming from all these different sources. And part of it has to do with like, well, the tax implications also like, for instance, social security, when are we going to activate those benefits? When are we going to turn that on? You know, and if it's a married couple, there's two decisions there to be made. It's like, you know, well, one person takes it now, does the other person take it later? Some people qualify for a spousal benefit. There's a lot of different decisions to be made, you know, and that's where you say it starts to get confusing. And that's where we, you know, really take a step back and say, okay, well, let's walk through, let's see what applies to you. And let's make those decisions, you know, like I say, in bite-sized chunks so that we can say, okay, let's make this decision. And then we know that, okay, we need to make that decision because, you know, this piece is going to really change how you're going to start drawing out of this account versus versus when you start taking Social Security. Or have you decided about when exactly are you going to, you know, stop work? I mean, I sometimes will sit down with folks and, you know, and we'll have that conversation. And there's times when we decide it's like, you know what, you know, I mean, if you wanted to retire now, you could. And sometimes Sometimes they're surprised and there's other times when they think, hey, okay, I'm ready to retire. And it's like, well, you know, when we start really looking at it, maybe they should another, work another year or two. And so, you know, some of that becomes confusing because it's hard to know exactly how much money do you have to have saved in order to retire. And it's a different number for everybody because everybody's got different goals and objectives and different resources and different social security amounts and some have pensions and some don't. And so it's not really a one size fits all. And and as as you start delving into that, it kind of creates that confusion. And so that's our job is to help folks kind of, you know, get some clarity and all that, you know, those general things and become, you know, more and more specific to what's going to be the best plan for them. 
There's so much vocabulary that gets thrown at you whenever you start talking about finances and retirement especially, and that general confusing can just lead to a lot of problems if you're not prepared to handle all those different little moving parts coming your way. That's such a huge benefit of having an advisor to help weed through all of that noise, like I said earlier. Another great way to kind of analyze this, Glenn, is to look at how people get stuck on financial decisions when it comes to communication. And a lot of people just simply don't even like entering into the conversation. They don't like talking about money. And that's the ostrich mentality. It never works, does it? No, you have to deal with it, right? And you have to talk about it. And that's an interesting thing because, like I say, I mean, you know, when I sit down with folks, I mean, there's, it's oftentimes that, you know, I'll talk with uh, Mr. and Mrs. and some of the conversations that come up, they hadn't really spent a lot of time with. And obviously, it, it you know, it has to do with how much money do we have? How much money do we need? You know, a lot of times, you know, one person's really, really busy, you know, working, you know, and, and they're so involved in their career and, you know, and so forth. And the other person is doing their thing as well. And But normally, one person is kind of paying the bills you know, and they're kind of in charge of the checkbook, so to speak, and they know what the cash flow situation is a little bit more than the other. And, you know, when you start moving towards retirement and both people have a little bit more time, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, well, I didn't really understand that, that you know, that it was like that exactly. I thought it was a little bit like that, but I thought a little bit like this. And, you know, and we can start to delve into those conversations that, you know, sometimes haven't been you know, addressed before. And it certainly makes, you know, kind of going through and making that general confusion like we we were talking about earlier, it starts to become easier and easier to understand, okay, this is where we want to go. And ultimately, the key is we want to get on the same page. And in order to get on the same page, we really have to have those conversations around money. And you know, once you start having them, you know, they're a little bit easier to have than most people think. But sometimes it's just it's, it's easier to avoid it, you know, but it, it's, it's something that you really have to address and moving forward as you're making transitions. Otherwise, you know, when you're making transitions and if you don't have those conversations and you don't look at the details, it's very easy for, you know, for money to start falling through the cracks because you're not looking at the important pieces of the puzzle. Last but not least, Glenn, another example here would be a traumatic life event. Now, so some people don't like talking about money and it's sort of a you know, personality thing. Other times we have a traumatic life event and it's not an ostrich mentality sort of issue. And then sometimes it's not just a communication issue. It's just people become paralyzed in those moments. And that's very easy to understand why. Right. Right. And that does happen, Walter. And, and so, you know, we have, obviously have to do the best of dealing with the you know, trauma, right? You know, it's an important thing to address all of the things that are going on psychologically and emotionally, and then get to the decisions that need to be made, you know, as reason as quickly as you can, but still within reason, right? I mean, you can't rush things, you got to address things and become into a state where you're able to make wise decisions. And so the key is making sure you get there first, you know, and then start making those decisions. And then if there's something that is that is really, really urgent that has to be dealt with, there's sometimes where you can just kind of put things on pause and say, okay, well, I'm going to make a decision to just set this aside or maybe reposition something to kind of a static place. Then we'll deal with that, you know, as we become more able to do so. But the key is to not make rash decisions just because, it just seems to be the right time. I mean, you've got to be in a good psychological and emotional state or else, you know, it's almost impossible to make good and wise decisions. 
So, Glenn, how does your planning process, you know, taking all these things into consideration about how people get stuck on these different decisions, how can we get unstuck? How do you, in particular, help people move forward in these situations? Right. Well, I mean, Walter, I mean, the the key is that we take time to really have, you know, some important conversations, right? And, uh, you know, we go through a, a discovery process, you know, and that discovery process, you know, sometimes is one meeting, sometimes it's two or three meetings. This is what's really kind of finding out, well, you know, what is important to you? What do you want your retirement to be like? What resources do you have? You know, what are your fears and concerns? What are your objectives and goals? And, you know, as we spend more and more time there, you know, more and more clarity, you know, comes about. And to me, as one who's helping people through this, it's really a matter of making sure that we get it right, not that we just get it done fast. Right. And so, you know, we just take whatever time it takes to to get there. And and in some cases, you know, it's very quick and it's relatively easy. And there might be, you know, uh, you know, a meeting or two. And then other times it takes more and kind of you just jump in and you do what's necessary. And the key is, is, you know, making sure that everybody's on the same page. And if everybody's on the same page in terms of somebody who's retiring or if it's a married couple, you know, and the advisor, you know, the, the key is from my perspective is, is like it's a team effort, right? You know, you, you're sharing with me, you know, what you really wanting retirement to be like and all the resources that you have. And then and then we work together, you know, to make sure that we, we get you from point A to point B and enjoy the ride along the way. And, you know, that takes a little time, but it's well worth it. And, you know, more often than not, you know, folks end up having some, you know, discoveries, you know, of themselves and and even in the relationship and their communication. And that's always a good thing. Well, Glenn, I know if people want to reach out to you today, it's very easy to do so, and that's always a very good thing. And here's how you do it, folks. 336-291-3535, your number to call to reach Glenn. If you've got questions about what's going on in your life from a financial standpoint, need some help getting unstuck from a financial decision. There's there's nothing worse sometimes than that feeling of knowing you've got to choose path A or path B. Or maybe it's not even clear which paths are in front of you, but you know that you've got to make some decisions and get moving. That first step forward can often be the hardest part. Kind of like sitting on the porch and you know you need to get in shape and you know all it takes is just once you step off the porch, it gets a little bit easier. But that very first step, always the hardest part. And so if you can kind of conquer that today and make a step to reach out, get some assistance from Glenn, he'll be able to help you get unstuck from some of these decisions that we've talked about on today's show, or maybe it's a different type of decision that you're stuck on as well. But Glenn's got a lot of experience helping people get to and through retirement, and that comes with making choices, making decisions. And so if you need some help in that regard, give a call, 336-291-3535. You can also go online to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Click the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and you can schedule your time to meet right there from your smartphone or computer. Glenn, thanks as always for the help. We'll make the decision to wrap up today's show, but we'll also make the decision to come back next week with another one. How about that? All right, Walter. Sounds good. <laughs> That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 